Liesel, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. I love Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. How can you not? They're pretty legit. It's a great business, and it's even greater people. So local people running that business, doing great things, and and it's the home for enlightened style shades. Enlightened style shades. I just like saying that. And it does sound it sounds sounds kind of big time. It does. Sounds very big time. And look, they've got, they don't just do shades. Like almost all of your interior decorating needs, they're there. They can help you get them. I even have pillows. I have pillows on my couch from Budget Blinds. Hmm. I didn't know you had pillows. Yeah. That's throw pillows. amazing. I know. And who doesn't love throw pillows? Everybody loves really. throw pillows. And supporting a local business that gives back to the community is always a win. Always a win. So when you're ready to make your home the best home it can be, go visit our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Tell them Liesl and Nick sick. Hello and welcome back to the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. I'm your host, Nick Parker. With me, my favorite co-host, she's even better than the other one, Liesl Hayes. Hello, Lee Summit. I actually like that entry. You usually make fun of me. I do, but I've decided I want to pick on Jason. Oh, okay. We can pick on Jason. He's and fun to pick on. He is. And he now is. that you are almost at your year mark as the co-host of the show... I feel like I can accept you. I can bring you into the family. It only took I, a year, huh? And I can say you're a year of warming up to me. Well, okay. Well. I mean, I am a little challenging sometimes, <laughs> so I see it. I get it. I, Liesl, I'm excited uh, about the, about this episode. We kind of we we've been talking about what can we do in October. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and as you know, that's a, that's that's a thing in our family. Uh, my wife in April will be a 10 year survivor. We are very, very excited about that. And I was talking to her because she says, no, you can't make me come on your show again. Um, And that's fair. But we were trying to think of who were some good guests around town. Who do we know? And she reminded me of our guest today, somebody she's been following for for several years, a local business owner, Karia Gutierrez. Yes. I'm talking over my own tongue today. I can't say it. It's Uh, Owner of Spot on Beauty, you are a tattoo artist, and you've specialized for several years in scar cover-ups, in nipple tattoos, I mean, all of these things, yeah. eyebrows and other. But but I, yeah. I think I think for today we're going to yeah. focus on that. Uh, yeah. Your work, she's followed up for a long time, so she 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 mentioned it's called Areola me. Restoration Areola. Tattooing, or wow. just like you said, Scar Cover-Up for those who want to reclaim their body after breast cancer has taken the, their breasts. Some of them, they don't want the scars and they don't want the nipples, so they'll just do a chest piece. Or they want to be able to look past the scars and then they'll get their nipples that they had, some better than ever, uh, or really fun shapes. And it's really cool that you can decorate their body that way. Well, and just... I. You know, any way that people can find a way to move on, to to love themselves mm-hmm. after, you know, look, they go through hell. Yeah. To survive, they go yeah. through hell. Yeah, absolutely. Well, a lot of things that they get from me is I've got a 501c3 foundation for breast cancer survivors. So it assists in giving the restoration tattoos or body art. And it, we also pair it with trauma therapy because when I first started doing this, I've been doing this for 11 years now, and I'm like being told, oh, what you do for others, you just give them that back. And some of them, more than you think, are not, for lack of better words, fixed. 
So I had a trauma therapist as a ta- and I was tattooing her eyebrows. And then that's where the journey began to give them more than what I could give to actually finally do that for them. So I pair that with the trauma therapy too. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. And also welcome. We have another survivor. I mean, let's let's celebrate yes. some stuff. Karen Reiner, you are a survivor. You're also a client yes. of yeah. Kara. Yes, so, I am. This is this is awesome. This is awesome. Let's Thank celebrate you so today. Let's celebrate. Absolutely. Well, welcome also. Thank you so much. All right. Well, let's 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 start here, Kara. How did you how did you get into this? I mean, because I'm assuming you were doing uh, tattoo work before, yes. like your traditional tattoos. You you've got the beauty part of your business too, where yeah. you've done some. Uh, yeah. Well, Nick, tattooing found me. It really did. Uh, oh, we're adopt. I love that. Oh, yeah. That's I've got so great. You know, I have a shirt on right now that says breast friends because I am a lot of people's breast friend because I make them love their breast area again. Anyway, so um, the original question was how long have I been doing this? What was it again? Well, like, how did you, how how did I you get into find, it? Like, oh, yeah, this? my bad. So they it found me literally. I was in the back of a tattoo shop downtown Kansas City and someone wanted to get their nipples or their eyebrows tattooed. And a lot of people get their brows tattooed, have never had a tattoo. And they come to get a face tat with me. I asked, have you ever had any tattoos before to get them prepped for what to give them their consultation stuff? She's like, I got some crappy orange nipples. I'm like, huh? And she flashes me and I'm in the back room and I'm like, whoa. I can make that better if you give me a shot. I won't charge you anything. Just let me try because it has been around. Tattooing has been around for a very long time. Areola tattooing is, I just wanted to try it. And literally the rest is history. The next day the doctor called. I was like, did you do so-and-so's nipples? I said, yeah. Like, it's way better than the girl we have been doing them. I'm like, yeah, who is that? And I like, (laughs) I wasn't as, you know, sweet and PC as I am now because I cussed the towards the doctor. I said, what the hell are you doing? A couple other words. Like you're messing up. That girl needs to be, get her butt handed to her. And then he's like, yeah. So they fired her. And then I came in a few months later, but within those few months, this is where the story really begins. I had a girl who was like the secret underground girl there. She's like, listen, these people can't, they can't afford to get the tattoo. Insurance won't cover it. I was like, okay. She's like, well, can they come to your shop? Yeah, sure they can. Well, I didn't know how bad the people were getting um, that needed the tattoos, how bad they needed it, and how severely poor that they were. They couldn't even afford to put their cells back together. So, underground. Yeah, I'm sure Karen can can attest Mm -hmm. that. It, it ain't cheap, it even ain't, with insurance no. to go through everything. Yeah, right. not. <laughs> so I started tattooing under, like, I felt underground. I didn't charge anybody for a while, and um, that's literally how I got started. That's 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 incredible. And I, so how many how many women have you have you worked with on this? Thanks for asking that question, and thank God Fox Four <laughs> counted it for me. Over <laughs> over four thousand humans I've tattooed because of breast cancer. Wow. Whether it's they've got the genetic the gene that they they carry or they've had breast cancer anywhere in between. Wow. That's Amazing. incredible. What what yeah. is what has the, the response been like? Because there are so many things that and, and Karen, you can pop in here too. There are so many things that you that that these women have to deal with. And, yeah, Karen and, and will probably be the best one. So sitting in that seat, how have you been whenever you got the whole like I'm getting my tattoo, how was the yeah. experience? So so I didn't want to get it initially because I didn't want to go through any more pain. I'm like, I've had enough pain. I'm done. 
And my doctor's like, that's fair. Well, if that's the only reason you're not doing, I think you re- need to reconsider because you're numb. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh I guess yes. you are, right? You know, yes. I, I didn't think about yeah. that. I was just like, no more pain. And so I was like, okay. So I called to make an appointment and, um, I, I mean, meeting Kara, like, was amazing. It, it's just, I, and I was like, I'm fine. I'm, I, you know, I don't think it's really going to change me having this done. I really, I thought that way, right? Because I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. And and we get in there and she, we're, we're talking and she's like, we're going to talk for a while. And then, you know, I'll do the tattoo, but you're going to have to, you're going to have the say. Like, she's like, cancer, you didn't have a say, but I'm giving you a say. So you're going to let me know when you're ready. You're going to let me know if it looks good. You're all that. And I was like. Oh my gosh. It was more emotional than I imagined. And um, so we go and we, and, and she does it in like no time. And it looks freaking amazing. And I got up and I looked in the mirror and I was just like, I was just in tears because yeah. I'm like, I can't even <laughs> believe the difference it made. And yeah. it was so quick. And she's just, she's amazing. She sounds like it's so. I love you. Oh, I love this. You too. I know this is like fast friends. Yeah. And I think that's that's amazing because it's just a testament, you know, to what you're doing. So tell us how you felt afterwards. You said you didn't think it would have so much of an impact, but obviously it did. How did you feel? I, I, I felt like myself. You know, I didn't realize because I felt like I felt like myself. Right. But I was wrong. So after this, I'm just like, oh, my God, I just feel so good. And like, I'm back to Karen. And who I am and who I was before all this. And I went and celebrated afterwards. I went yeah. to Cooper's Hawk and I shared with a bunch of people there. And I was just like, this is great. And like, Kara's yeah. awesome. And oh, it was I great. love you. Thank you. It took a long time to get to there. I'm going to tell you something. When I first started, like I said, they didn't have any um, rule book. There is no syllabus how to get someone. So not I one in eight women get breast cancer. And I... There is, like having a child, there is no book. You can write a lot of them, but there's really no book for that individual human that has gone through their own personal traumas, their own personal stuff. Oh, and that's before breast cancer. And then breast cancer comes about, and, you know, it's really hard to talk about because it's a breast, it's a sex part that's still taboo to talk about. Right. Well, when they came to me, they come in, they're ready to take off their shirt, they have this it's fake fake as hell because they're just like hi i'm ready let's go and they're ready to go i'm like no no no, you sit down you don't even know me what's your name <laughs> and we talk and I t- i've taken extra therapy uh uh training for uh people who deal with trauma in their life and touch people with trauma so i did a retreat and um 100 years ago my background i wanted to be a therapist look at me now <laughs> um, there's all kinds of therapy there's so many so I've learned when they come to you it's it took a while to get them to say what she just said because at first it, it was like nerve-wracking for both of us so it is like a beautiful symphony from the moment you walk in to the moment you leave it is about them and we are really taking it um to whatever they need and their needs some people come with a crew of folks which is great and we don't do some of that little trauma triage real quick. Some people like Miss Karen came by herself and she looked so happy and excited and energetic. I said, well, tell me about yourself. Huh? <laughs> <Right>. What? <laughs> and then, then I just wanted to get to know the person because they need to have, give me consent. I will not touch that person without their excited consent to do something and decorate their body. And they're using me. It's not the other way around. Like, I don't need them. They need me. And I want them to want that. And it's it's just 
a way that they can put that closure into their trap that chapter and um and choose that I, I i was struck by the very beginning of your response there where you talked about how it's still there's still always that taboo right because it's yeah. it, it, it's breasts it's, it's boobs part, it's it's right? the sex part right but there is there's always even that okay i'm going to talk about doing something aesthetic right how do i make them pretty again or or however that goes and it, i mean it is it is hard it's hard for the women themselves like i'll tell you it's hard for the husband like yeah. I, like even yeah every yep. time we met with her her reconstruction surgeon and everything all of that i just felt i felt weird because i'm well, A, look, I'm battling with, I, I'm just glad she's alive. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and here we are talking about this. It, it feels silly, even our in our own brains, right, to be thinking about aesthetics again, mm -hmm. but then to work through that. Yeah. You, you're, you're right. I'm working through starting, trauma first. Starting just with that, those conversations yeah. can be so much before you get to the work. Let's talk about that. I talk to husbands that are in the room. I first like to identify the relationship of the people that they bring with them. It helps. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it does. And then I, the husband, let's just say you and your wife walked in, you know, I guess y'all look like y'all married, right? We've been married a while. <laughs> all right. So you're going to look like it already. And that energy, I'm like, all right, who's this? Your brother, your cousin, your, who's this? You know, and that was my husband. So I start with fun, you know, like, okay, this is not so clinical. Okay. And I let, the husbands eventually within the the consultation, I'm like, listen, you got a job too. Your wife does care what you have to say. You need to tell her. I like where they are or what about left, right, up, down. And I'm, if you don't know, say you don't know, but I'm just here to support because that's the thing that people forget is you have a role. So anyone who comes, we need everyone involved so they feel special because it is. It's special. I'll even bring my other girls in and say, what do you think? You know, this is fun. It took yeah. a long time for me to be okay with giving a, an opinion in those conversations. Yeah. Explain that. Well, look, first off, it's not my body. Second off, I, second, I, I think the hardest part is too is you have to like be okay with saying – the visual part of it, right? The sex part of it so is part of the relationship. So that's why it's so important for you, right? Right, right. but I we mean. We want to know our man thinks our breasts are sexy. Right. Yeah. I need but you to be a little inappropriate yes, with me absolutely. a little bit. <laughs> right? But at the same time, don't forget that, look, I'm just happy you're here. Like, Right. Well, they've got past that point. Yeah. They've yes. already gotten past that point. They don't need to hear that anymore. Yeah. They want to go, baby, you're going to look hot. You're going to look good. A yeah. <laughs> little bit to the left, it, and I'll love that. It takes a long time <laughs> to That's get to fair. the point where it's okay. And I'll even say, I, I'll say this, too, just to kind of put a lot more context on it. My wife went through several miscarriages, too, before we had our son. And even mm. then, as the husband, mm -hmm. there's not a lot I can do there, but just hold your hand. Right. And that's right. all that you need. All right. Yeah. And so getting exactly. to the point where you can you can have those conversations again and talk about being sexy, talk mm -hmm. about how she looks and, and that you love yeah, and feeling okay. And like, look, we're also trained in society uh, as guys, as the husbands, right? We're always looking for that trap we're going to fall into. Yes, right? sir. <laughs> Understood. Does well, my butt but look big? Yeah, no. It looks <laughs> big in the right place. Yeah. It's exactly where it needs to be. Right? Well, for but Karen, even, from even a survivor's joke point, is hard. It, I get oh, it. Yeah. But yeah. this is my world. I yeah. live in the joking world. Well, as a woman, I've heard. From day one, you want to be told and feel like you're sexy, but don't lie about it. You know, you got drains and you're like, and you right. feel like crap. There's a place and a time for it. But when there is a place and a time, I want you to let me know. Like, damn, you look sexy right now. 
Look, let it be known. This is a sex part, guys. Hello. So I would say, when, when Karen, would you want to be told you look sexy when your nipples? Yeah. I mean, now. Because yeah. before, <laughs> before it was like a clean slate. I mean, there was, you know what I mean? Barbie and, boobies. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm not married and, but I was kind of dating somebody and, but I would never, I would never take off my top, mm. you know, cause I couldn't. It's like, uh, now body positivity is huge. Thank God. Finally. Um, but we still are. It took a long time, didn't it? It took way too long. Are we even really right body there? positivity? No, cause right? now we got semaglutide that we, uh, <laughs> and all the, all this other stuff. I do own a obesity weight loss medicine <laughs> clinic. So we got that now, but it's more of a fusion, but yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So with the body positivity thing. Okay. Let's go back to that. Breast sex part. Okay. We get it. You're not supposed to like show it, but when you don't have it, it's even more of like a harder thing from what I've heard. And same thing like, oh, you shouldn't wear that two piece because you've got, you know, stretch marks or you've got all this other stuff like that stigma still holds when they have no nipples. That's still not what the, you know, right. The sex looks like with the nipple, no nipples. You know what I mean? So that's why it is hard. It is tough. That's why. I'm a tattooist for a reason. I, and you're awesome. I'm, I'm just so happy I did it. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what has been the most healing part of this journey for each of you? Wow. Um, honestly, I think just feeling like myself again, you know, because it, it took a while. I mean, I, I was diagnosed the end of 2018, so 2019 was kind of the year I went through everything, and, and it was – it was really tough, as as you know, it's very tough, and and so just getting back to feeling like myself, because um, I I did the weight loss, the, the semaglutide or whatever it's called, um, yeah. and and lost you know fifty pounds that I used to not carry, and then I carried, and now it, I'm I'm back to that, which is great. Um, wearing bikinis, which I haven't done in a long Ooh, time, because I'm like, you that. know, what? why not? Love it. I, yes. I've lived through yes. this. I've lived through this. Yes. Wear the damn yeah. bikini. Yeah, yes. exactly. But I still, like I said, I still wouldn't take my top off when I'm intimate with somebody and so now i'm kind of excited Ooh. to be able to do that <laughs> that is exciting hell yeah yeah i'm curious did you change whether with friends or, or or partners or whatever has your conversation around that changed like Ooh. like my wife and i've had a lot of conversations about how how do we talk about breasts now mm. and how do we talk about beauty and do you bring it up i mean it's a good question I, I, it's, it's i think it's just been interesting that your your perspective obviously changes and you know you and your circle of people uh -huh. but you're you're your words and your conversations change a little bit too. Oh, for sure. For sure. But I've definitely, I, going through everything I've gone through and like any breast cancer survivor, um, your perspective changes, right? And I'm just like, I'm not held up on things anymore. Like, mm -hmm. yes, I didn't show this before, but I'm, like I said, I'm excited to now, but um, yeah, I mean, you're just like, you know what? You've got to live every day to your fullest because you're never guaranteed anything. And so yeah, embrace what you have. And, you can say that again. And go, yeah, yeah live your life to the fullest. You know, I, I took a trip a, a month ago spontaneously, and I've never done that before. Where'd you go? Jamaica. Woo! Which was that very cool. Awesome. Did you wear your bikini in Jamaica? I did. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's a new energy about breast cancer whenever it's spoken to is what I'm hearing. Like, yes. you're not just so ho-hum about it. You have a new light. I do. Yeah. I'm very passionate because I want, I want all the women out there and men to take care yeah. of themselves and to yeah. know that, you know what, at the end of the day, there's silver linings and there's blessings. You just have to sometimes look hard yeah. for them, but they're there. 
Yeah. And that's important. And a lot of things is like, you're not, you're not the first and you're not the last. Exactly. And that's, that's, that was hard for me. You asked like how, um, like what if, has healed a lot for me? Cause I do take on a lot of people's traumas through the almost decade I've been doing this. I have been, I feel healed because I found my team and now I've created what works for the second you call or text spot on beauty. You are now, whether it's any reason to get tattooed, but that's my team. So who's on my team? My mama. She's been a hairstylist <laughs> for 40 years. And then three years ago. She's also a therapist. You both she are. Is it's like, you're, I know. She's trained for a reason. Yes. <laughs> and then, and she came about because, um, my assistant, she, she had left, um, to go take care of a family member and she kind of trained my mom what to do. My mama took over, showed up, showed out, and it's like, oh, my God. People come, like, is your mama here? There's been five-star reviews, Google, from my mother alone. <laughs> and then you get greeted by everyone. Come as you are. All humans, welcome. Let's go. We have a good time. It's not your typical tattoo shop and or doctor's office at that. And so that's been, I've found my team. So I've got my trauma therapist and everyone surrounding the survivor that comes in. It's not just me anymore. When did you realize there was a need for like that holistic care? When I had to get a couple girls off a of suicide watch, that was hard for me because I'd already tattooed them and they wanted to not come in for their second session because it looks real, but I'm not on the right person. They don't, you know, so that's when I realized I am not who like healing as much as I think I am. So I started thinking with that approach, like, when they'd come back for their touch-ups. How's it made you feel? Da, 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 and I'm getting the real deal. And they don't hold back, honey. They tell you. Looks a little cartoonish or da-da-da. So through the years, I've gotten better at my art, taking extra art classes. I've got some really heavy hitters in the industry who's giving me their honest opinion so I can make it look realistic. So, yeah. I cannot imagine that, you know, the women who look at themselves and – it's not real enough. It's too real. It looks great, but it's not me. Or yep. I mean, all of those things mm -hmm. through, that go through your it's head. It's all about. Like, we all have trouble with self-acceptance. Emotional. Right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So when I found out that I got the right trauma therapist, so I've got a girl. I'm going to say her name. Her name is Danny Ashley. She does the therapy where you can lay on the couch, show about your problems. Or my favorite, I've used her twice, is psychedelic-assisted therapy. We've got ketamine and then the psilocybin with the doctor. They don't just get you high and leave you on the couch. You go <laughs> through it, and you go to a super sad place without being sad, and you're cured. So that's who's on my team. And I've got two of them that are also virtual that are into more of the holistic and Reiki, stuff like that. Just anything to get you unscrewed there to where you think that this is all I need. This is all I need. No, you need more than that, okay? Mental health. Yeah, I mean, all of us got to figure out that way with, with, with help to where we can talk. Yep. So when you're done and you're after the appointment with me, cry, tears like accidentally happen. You're just <laughs> like, girl, we're high five and having a good time because why? I talk to you and I get to know you before you take off your top, okay? <laughs> and a lot of doctors don't do It's all like, us women really want, you know? Right. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. God can make women happy for a living, yeah. okay? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. That's just, uh, it, it is incredible that, you know, I told a few people that, that we were going to do this, this conversation and this, and there are some people who instantly, all right, people have 
in their head preconceived notions of even just tattoo art, right? Like, yeah. let alone doing it for this reason. And there's all these things, but we're, we're talking about just different forms of therapy. Absolutely. Right. Uh-huh. I'm putting Humpty Dumpty back together again. Right. I and mean. <laughs> and it's, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I mean, it's, what's so cool about it is that it's become a mission, for your life now. I mean, it's yeah. your work is extremely meaningful. And yeah. so my question for you is when did it become, when did you start having the 501c3 and really focused your time and attention there? Well, um, my aunt who's ornery as hell, she's fine. Don't worry about her. Uh, <laughs> she, is, my aunt Penny, she got breast cancer and she only needed a lumpectomy. And right now I think she's on like seven years, six years ish of being breast cancer free. And you don't know anything about that. Five years is like a big deal Mm -hmm. and all the other things. So she couldn't afford if she needed to get a tattoo, she could not have afforded that. And she was struggling financially and it just, it hit me like maybe I need to get more outreach because by that time I'd become very popular. And, and even to today I'm tattooing one to four survivors a day. And that's mixed in with other people that one wow. before a day. A day. Wow. Yeah. Oh my. It's incredible. Uh-huh. That's amazing. Yeah. Tattooed one right before I came here just to <laughs> quote unquote, get her in because I'm 13 months booked up and wow. Yeah. So well, that's- we need more funds so I could bless others. We have other tattooers who aren't doing it for free because they need to, you know, put food on the table. I'm currently doing them for free right now because I don't have enough funds in the foundation to pay me, but I'm not going to ask anyone else to do that. All right. I'm going to ask this. I'm going to ask this question then. Yeah. If people want to donate, <laughs> yes. if people want, well, look, look, first Venmo. off, first off, artists should always be paid. Let's pay our artists people, but you are a business owner. It's a business. You should get paid. How can people support the work you're doing yes. if they want to contribute to that five? So to give to the survivors who need it, and they go through, it's not just you say it. You have to actually prove it. There's certain things. Um, it's Venmo, spot on Survivor 22, because we started legally 2022, all the things. So that's why 22 is important. That is awesome. Spot on Survivor 22, Venmo, um, or you can call and donate as well. That's why we have our foundation that we're fundraising for. Well, and I think it's important to bring up the the, the financial aspect yeah. of it too. And, and and Karen, you can probably echo this, but you know, my wife and I discovered that that max out of pocket line in your insurance doesn't <laughs> mean what you think it means. Um, you know, yeah. even with even with good insurance, decent insurance, whatever, it's it, just surviving is not a uh, inexpensive thing. No, it's not. You're absolutely right. And then to throw in these other therapies mm-hmm. that they don't cover. No. I mean, from this to, I don't know if you've had to deal with the, the, the sleeves for lymphedema and all that, you know, insurance does not cover those. Really? I did not uh, know and, that. And, and, you know, there are people working to try to get legislation through to change that, but it's not covered. So all of these things kind of add up. So it's, it's, a it's good to know that there are, yeah there are things out there to help, to help the survivors. Absolutely. And, and what Kara is doing is such a blessing, such a blessing. So thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. And I didn't expect her to come on here and do this. She's like, I'll do it. I'm like, okay, because I was just talking about coming here and getting the word out. I suck at that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so more people need this than you think. You know, guys, one in eight women get breast cancer, so most likely they're going to need to get something back together, their body somehow. And, and, and look, I don't think we always have to say need. 
Yeah. It can be a want Absolutely. to feel better. And that's yeah. okay. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. I want this so that I can feel better and move on. Yes. That's okay. Yeah. Yes. How did, Karen, how did you find Kara? So actually through my doctor's office, the, the nurse, because um, like I said, he he was saying, you know, you, you need to reconsider doing this. And I'm like, okay, well, let's, who, who do I go to? And his nurse gave me Kara's information and I reached out that afternoon and I was like in August and made the appointment for last week. Yep. I mean, I just got it she done. She got it done last week. Oh, yes. wow. Okay. It's healed. It's done. So she still came back. That means she likes it. And that's it. why I'm like, we're fast friends. Because like, I, <laughs> I, I know. I, I, thought, I thought y'all knew each other longer. No. I just met her. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess, I guess, can you, and I know Lisa will ask this a little bit, but, but can you describe that, that feeling of, of your, you know, you're, you are moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so, especially who those are. who don't know if they want to get tattooed. Yeah. That's yeah. what I really like help so, with because it's hard. No, you're right. Because I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't want to do it because I was like, you know what? It's fine. It's just, yeah. it's what I've been given. It's fine. I didn't want to have any more pain. Like I said, it was, it was, it was not painful. Like she asked me like when she was drawing it, um, do you feel that? I said, I feel a little bit. It wasn't, it wasn't painful, but I felt a little bit. She goes, okay, we'll just, we'll just put you in, we'll just numb you before I do it. And I didn't feel a thing. And it was amazing. But just looking in the mirror and, and seeing like your nipple there again was like, oh my God, I did not realize how much I missed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I didn't, I had no idea. Like, I just was like, I'm, this is just what I've been given. And I'm just going to deal with it. And seeing that was just like unbelievable. And, and it looked so real. It looked so <laughs> real. And the pictures, like it, I mean, it's like 3d. I mean, it's just amazing. <laughs> Doctors have said does. that they could like feel it, like literally like no way short of being inappropriate. It's like, they're like, no way. they're shocked. Yeah. yeah. That's it's, amazing. Well, it's like, uh, just you don't think, example, okay, I don't ever dress up a honey. If I can, if I got to, I will put it on. And I don't think I'm some beautiful, pretty girl, but whenever I put on the makeup, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look how freaking hot I am. It's kind of like you don't think you need boobs or your nipples, and then you're like, oh, I ain't worried about it. When you finally see it, you're like, wow, you know what? I do look I do look better. Exactly. And exactly. then you just kind of wake up and have it instead of put on makeup. Yeah. And now- People who don't know if they want it, I do. Um, I have. If you're a survivor, okay, I have temporary tattoos that you could wear just to see if you would want it. That's brilliant. Because some people might want to get a full chest piece instead, which is dope. <laughs> there are there are lots of lots of options out there. Yeah. Yep, that's more than I knew about. <laughs> and then if you are gonna get it done, please make sure your artist can prove it and show. Listen, I have fired some tit tours. <laughs> some tit tours. And I, I've told verbally because I can't see them in person. Okay, but a lot of people say that they can tattoo over scars, make them prove it. They say they can do areolas, make them prove it. It's your body. You are not a guinea pig. I'm sorry, you're already a guinea pig enough to cancer. So let that be known. Put that out there. What are questions people should and could ask of tattoo artists? Look, because a lot of people aren't, you know, my wife has one tattoo. She got it after her surgeries because she wanted something to commemorate. But there are a lot Mm -hmm. of people who will come to you and have it. They haven't experienced it before. Yeah. Or they want to, but nobody knows what to ask. I mean, look, it's just like going to that cancer doctor the first time. I don't know what to ask. Exactly. It's like, I mean, everything's overwhelming. So what are things that they could and should ask? You better ask. 
have you done this before? Can I see proof? It's the simplest, easiest question. Do you have proof of what you've done? Oh, well, you can't post it on the internet. Okay, well, show me your phone. Show me something. If they cannot prove it, sprint out that door. And then also report them <laughs> or something for falsely saying that they can do it. If it doesn't look realistic, go away immediately. There is better. You deserve better. And also that's why I'm like, okay, if you can't afford it, stop excuses. I'll give it to you for free. But um, like I said, once you've gotten people off, I've got two people off suicide watch because of this. And it's a mission of mine because this is, this is important. People can botch their nipples. Stop it. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And then license. Are they insured? Um, I am more, I'm heavily insured. So um, also just, sanitation you know there's no such thing as sterile in tattooing by the way the only thing that's sterilized is the needle and then once it's opened in the tattoo shop not in an emergency room or pardon me not in an or you don't have a nurse you didn't gown up and that's coming from a medical doctor who is my significant other his name's Aaron Culp he's a medical doctor and he's helps teach me too because I teach this I teach how to to tattoo. If you want to be a tattooer, call me up. I'll teach you how to actually do it. And, and get, do it well. And do and it do well. well. Yes. Yeah. So um, asking for photos is really the best thing. That's all I could say. And if they have a lot of them that are healed and look really well, like look good, then go to them. If you want to be someone's experiment, that's totally up to you. It's your body. Like, I don't, I don't shame you for wanting to be someone else's first, but just know what do you want to get out of it? Are you really wanting to give your body up to that person? So they, fine, if that's your child wanting to play pretend, that's, do you, but be prepared for what you're signing up for too. You mentioned earlier about covering up scars. Yes. And you know, some people know how to do that. Some, how hard is that to cover up scar tissue? It's very hard. Not all scars are created equally. You know, people are like, oh, I've got keloids. No, that's a hypertrophic scar, actually. It's not a keloid. Um, and you can still get tattooed. So you should know all about scars. I should be able to say something looks suspicious. I'm also, I'm a paramedical tattooer. Ideally, you know, being a paramedical tattooer means you could recognize things. I've caught things on people's bodies. A lot of women, um, They've got moles and freckles all over their entire body, naturally. That's effing normal if you don't know that. <laughs> and and they need to be looked at. And I'm looking at them probably before they've ever shown a doctor, really. You know, like, that's a big thing. Go get your skin and moles checked. Yeah, yes, bro, definitely like, seriously. There's more than just breast cancer yeah. to talk about. Right, yeah. yeah, melanoma. But So I... I need to be aware of what all scars are. I need to know how that scar needs to be approached in the tattooing technique. Do I do pointillism? Can it handle this? Um, do you need two sessions, three sessions? Oh, do you have an autoimmune disease that we need to worry about that? You know, are you on medicine? Oh, I, yeah, but I don't know. I can still take it. Were you taking Eloquist? Oh, yeah, no. That's a <laughs> blood thinner, by the way, and it will make you bleed a lot, but... Some people can't get off of their blood thinners. That's fine. If, they're, if they can heal, they can get tattooed by me. I just know when I need to stop. I'm going to take your skin and to as much as I can until it tells me to stop. So I know when to stop. Sometimes you, you cannot afford an infection, right, Karen? Right, yes. We can't, <laughs> no. we can't afford if infections. Nope. You don't want 
that. So I've got to know how to properly clean after the tattoo, aseptic technique. Remember, there's no such thing as sterile in tattooing. It's aseptic technique. Clean touches clean, dirty touches dirty. So you got to know what I can and can't do. And then, oh, are you allergic to this? Do I know how to handle that tape or not? It's so much shit involved that you've got to be a almost a savant for what the heck I need to do. I need to know everything there is. And if you are wanting to be a paramedical tattooer, it can be done. You just got to really be ready for the knowledge. Cause a lot of tattooers who are really good, they're like, nah, I'm good, but I'll tattoo over scars, but you have to be able to tattoo over that scar that also can look realistic with texture, contrast, you know, highlights and stuff like that appropriately. So be prepared to talk to your tattoo artist. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. And if they don't want to talk to you, they are not. They're not. They're the not. Right well, fit. They're not, yeah. and there should be lots anyone. Of, it sounds like there should be lots of questions back and forth. Questions from you, the customer. Mm -hmm. And when was your last surgery? Yeah. And then you want to know their surgery. If you are getting a tattoo um, from your an areola tattoo or a chest tattoo instead of the nipples, and you've had breast cancer. After you've had breast cancer, you've had mastectomies, either one or two, bilateral, <laughs> unilateral. You've been gutted from all the fat and all the things, saved your life. There's certain things that you need to ask. When was your last surgery? Has it been healed? And you don't want to be getting tattooed no more than, no less than five, six months after the surgery because you're still healing. I've had people, doctors, in doctor's office, they still have stitches. And they're like, you could tattoo that. I'm like, yeah, but I'm fighting edema. I'm fighting, there is still a possibility, I will turn them away, and there's nothing worse in turn. So I'm educating doctors now. People, I'm telling doctors, don't give them the, the nipple to where if they can, I could put that nipple back. It's hard, especially with a unilateral, which is one breast gone, and you've got a nipple that's protruding. It's hard to make it look like that. And when they put the nipples back on, the fake nipples where they take it either from their earlobe, their labia, there's lots of places you can take that skin, and it falls off. And one is good, one's not. Or both are good, but they're wonky. See? Just give me a Barbie booby, plain as day, and I can make it work. You can make it work. <laughs> Some people want to feel the, the texture. It's like a psychological thing. And I'm like, go see Danny. Go see her. She'll help you with that, you know, but. See, there's a lot. There's a lot of psychological part pieces of, of that. To, to, to heal with. the person. We're not healing you by curing you. We're not healing you by putting ink into your skin. We're healing you by you finding in your brain like, okay, I'm the one who finally gets a choice in my body. That consent is huge. Yeah, Karen, I think that I want you to respond to that a little bit. Like that you have a choice again. Exactly. How big is that? I mean, that, so I, again, I wasn't expecting to be emotional on this because I'm like, it's going to be a tattoo. It'll be fine. But when we were talking. Me and neither. She, and she I had go, no idea you were going to cry. I know. And we were talking and she was like, you know what? Cancer didn't give you a choice, but you have choices and you get to make a decision. And I'm like, I mean, I immediately, I'm like tearing up because it's like, wow, you get it. Like you get it. You know what I mean? And so having someone like her that gets it, that's huge too. Like, I, I mean, yeah, to be able to say, you know, hey, are you ready? Do you like these colors? Does this look good? What do you think? I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't. I just didn't expect to be given decisions or choices. Yeah, usually the choices are, hey, you want to keep one boob or two boobs? Right. And you're like, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. So there's a lot of That's choices. That's a hard that are conversation to have. Uh-huh. They always ask you how you want to do it. Well, it depends on your insurance. Ma'am, insurance says you can have one boob, not two. 
Yeah. Yeah. Go find someone else that can do it. I've got connections too. If anyone's wondering, <laughs> please, I got the best. I bet of the best. you have a lot of connections. Dude, Look, I got it. Don't I be afraid to call and ask questions of your insurance people too. Yeah, I mean, they, that's they are, true. You got to help you fight. advocate for yourself. Yes, and huge. Your, and your family. Major. She used the word cure, and I'm curious to you because I I, I want to know your thoughts on this. My wife and I have had this conversation a lot. That's a Cure is a loaded word. It is. Sure is. It is. Cure, I mean. So is love. Yeah, yes, true. it is. That's true. But they say you're cured. But I think I think you will say that it it never really goes away. No, I mean, it you're still on your thinking cure, about it. Like and you're still yeah. working in here. Absolutely. As much as here. It's so true. I mean, every little thing that comes up, you're like, oh, my God. Is the cancer back? Is it moved somewhere else? Like, I mean, you do, you do. And I've, I have a support group at work that I started this year. And mm-hmm. just talking to the other women and the men who, who are there because they're sort of supporting their wives, everybody's like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, oh, I'm cured. I'm in remission. Like, great. Yeah, we're in remission. But every time some little thing happens, you're going, oh, my God, what is it? You have you to know? live with that, impa- that empath yeah. of your own body. For the rest of your life. Like trauma. Yes. For you're the rest living of your with life. trauma. Yeah. Because once you have cancer, as you know, like your chance of getting it is higher than someone who's never had cancer. And so anything that happens, you're just like, oh my God. Am you I know? going to die? Am I going to die? Yeah. yeah. Is, this, is this the next thing that's going to burn my family with other shit that I yeah. got to do? Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, you have to fight that all the time. My wife told me that actually one of the hardest yeah. days of the entire experience was when her oncologist, air quotes here, fired her and said, you're done. You don't have to come back anymore. Oh, yeah. And my wife was like, that was the hardest day of all of them because, wait a minute, but you're a part of my life now. We yeah. do these checks, and those checks are reassurances. Reassurance. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you do for that? Well, so I'm still in the checks yeah. points because I, mine was right. 2019, and so I still have another year before I hit my five mark. Was, was it five mark? That, yeah. Yeah. And so I still have another year. So I, I, I'm something to be prepared about because you're right. I didn't even think about that. So yeah. thank you for that. My, like, now uh, I can no, start preparing bad. myself. My no, 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 no. I just no, no, need no, one more good. thing to fear. It, it, no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to prepare myself mentally for that, though, because you're right. I, that would be a big deal. It, it is, is a big deal. I mean, you know, my business partner is a survivor, and she, I mean, she, it was hard. That was a hard transition for her. And I remember just like, you know, I was just leaning into listening. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't understand, but I can, I can only imagine that that is terrifying, right? Well, because and also labeling is. too. Yeah. It sucks to be like, oh, a lot of people, they don't want to talk about it because they, it's all like, oh, you're the person that had, oh, this is so-and-so, she had breast cancer, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be labeled that, so. It can go both ways too, though. It sure could. Because yeah. at a certain yeah. point, oh, this isn't a defining factor anymore. Exactly. Right? A survivor. I've gone past it mm-hmm. far enough or whatever, whatever you put that on a timeline, right? But but there's a, I mean, there's so much of your life where that is the thing. Yes. That is the thing of your life and who you are. And then you make it far enough and, you, oh, wait, this isn't. How do I redefine? But think about it. So many people do that in their lives. Go to college, have a kid, out of diapers, it's just another part of life, you know. You Look, can't. I'm, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I, I think we maybe celebrated kid out of diapers harder than anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, I mean, is there really a more glorious moment? Sure, sure, sure. It's like that next step of oh god, I'm, I don't have this anymore. You know, my son's 14, so oh god, the last yeah. thing he wants to deal with right now. So it's like it's just another chapter. I'm, I I'm feel. sorry. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, for me. Teenage moms I know. are not Wait, okay. We all have, the three of us have teenagers then. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's a journey. So this is really a support group. Yeah. yeah. So okay. now it's we're done with support this. Support group all um, around. Usually the high fives are, I convinced my teenager to wear deodorant. Yeah. 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 Maya, that mm-hmm. is, that's huge. Yeah, Let me big. know how you did that's that. That's major. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just think maybe my person, it's who you're speaking to, right? My personal experience with breast cancer, being involved in it daily and my role, I think I'm just so okay with it and let's speak freely, but not everyone else is, but right. that's kind of, I joke, it's more of a joke, like, hey, you can do it. You got through such and such. Let's go. I think like everything else, it's a process though. Sure. It's a process to get through, but even just being able to talk about it openly and freely is is a process. We need to do Absolutely. more of it. Yeah. For sure. I think with everything, with all these hard stuff, talk more. Because then we normalize it. We right. start to normalize those yes. hard conversations. Especially now, body positivity. Yes. Right. Like Let's go. Breast discussions don't have to be taboo. Absolutely. Right. right. I mean, I will admit, even in the back of my head, I'm like, what What emails and phone calls am I going to get that we just did an entire episode on, on breasts? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, everything. I mean, I don't really care. Yeah. Right. But it is in the back of my head, like, you know, what what, what person's going to Can't go wrong. Yeah. Cannot. Yeah. Nothing nope. can go yeah. wrong with this. Well, okay, before we sign off, I got to do one more thing. Karen, congratulations. Thank you. You thank are so cancer-free. That is awesome. Keep awesome, it going. Awesome. Yes, thank you so much. So we let's celebrate that yes. all the time. All the all time. All the time. And Kara, yep. yes. thank you. Congre- thank you for the work you're doing uh, that you continue to do. Thank you. Let's do this one more time. If people want to support the charity that helps pay yeah. so that so that others can get this this work done, yeah. what, what's the Venmo again? Venmo is Spot on Survivor 22 uh, if they want to follow you on the socials or go to a website. Yeah, I've got two socials. One is just directly to go straight to the survivors page because I have a lot of tattoos I do because I do them all. Go straight to the boobs is spot underscore on underscore survivor. Spot on survivors for the nipples only. And then I've got Kara, K-A-R-A, spot on beauty. Kara, spot on beauty for everything else. Are those all the socials or yeah. Instagram? Or uh, out- Instagram is, well, no, yeah, just Instagram is... Kara Spot on Beauty and Spot underscore on underscore Survivor for Instagram. My website, and I'm done. <laughs> My website is in the spot. Uh, info at www.inthespot.ink. I've got go. so many things to say. Like, <laughs> I understand. Well, in the spot, Dottie. It, it, it feels like sometimes Sorry. when you're trying to tell people how to follow you that you're like, okay, I have to list all of the things. I usually just, hey, here's my QR yeah, code. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. Here, I'm sharing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we will put we will put links in our, in our show notes. Appreciate it. As, as well. Kara, Karen, thanks so much for coming Thank on. you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. It was so, much so great, great having you both. Yeah. Thank you. This is really fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. That'll wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time.